Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Bert. This is Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. Six questions. And six dabs. As we get to know the artists behind the art that makes Washington, Washington. So sit back and light those torches. Because this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Hey, this is Henry from the Henry Hagen Band. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, at Harbor Hen on Instagram. Thank you. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a lemon cane, a blue magoo, and a jack skeleton, and we will round the interview out with a mac and cookies, a blackjack diamonds, and a bright berry. Uh, welcome to uh, Dabbing with Washington Artists. Uh, today we are joined by uh, Henry Hagen. What up? Um, go ahead and get started today. Um, so our uh, our first uh, dab of the day is going to be uh, Lemon Cane. Lemon Cane is a sativa dominant strain with a phenomenal terpene profile of citrusy lemon and sugar cane. We found a gram of these beautiful diamonds at a shop in 74th Street in Capitol Hill. Excellent. Excellent. And then we can just pop that off. That tastes good. Uh, for question number one, uh, one of the things we always like to ask our, uh, our guests is, um, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Well, I like to smoke smoke some cannabis and then get down and I'm playing an instrument just randomly. I'll, I do a lot of Facebook live videos and, mm -hmm. I, and it's like an instrument that I haven't played all day or for a few days and then I'll smoke some and then I'll sit down and then I just won't go, just improvise. And so it kind of gives me a little creativity on that. Um, I mainly, I just like to smoke. Oh, for sure. <laughs> to, to be honest. Absolutely. But the creative process of it, it is, does heighten it to be able to figure out where I can go and brings my um, brings people together and then we can all be able to discuss and communicate. But I like to smoke and then just sit down on the piano or play the guitar and just mm -hmm. go for it and then see what happens. Because to me, it's pretty exciting. Oh, and so, um, as far as like, say, like, and because there's a T bus, which one like drives you better, like more creatively? Like, um, do you do you have a preference? Or? Indica dominate. <laughs> but I like sativas because it tastes good. I'm I'm not really too picky. Uh, I like flavor, so that was really good. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So Excellent. if I had to like choose, it'd be indica with a flavor. So you like that turp profile? Oh, the turp profile is where it's at. For question number two, um, we have a uh, blue magoo. Blue magoo is an indica dominant hybrid with a rich terpene profile of berries and fruit and is known to leave the smoker couch locked and relaxed. We picked up a gram of these diamonds in a shop in Glenwood. Excellent. That was Beautiful. Second dab, second question. All right, so yeah, question number two. How has living in Washington uh, influenced your sound? Uh Influence my sound. Well, I'm a Washington band junkie, so you, you name it: Heart, uh, Nirvana, uh, Candlebox, all all of that. So I get a lot of my influence, I guess, from this grunge era type of, of Pacific Northwest. Kind of the Pearl Jam yeah, yeah, and I like that. I get that. So 
I I just like being able to start my music in such an awesome state to be able to do that. Absolutely. So I, I kind of like that part of it all because I'm just any Washington band, I'm there. <laughs> And uh, do you find that like the um, like the outside of the music scene, like the uh, the aesthetic, you know, surroundings of the Washington, does that ever influence how your uh, how your sound comes out or anything like that? Whoa. Do you ever do you ever think about kind of just where you are when you're creating? Yeah, uh, like on my first album, there was um, talking about when I went to Arizona. <laughs> so I was singing about that. And then on my second one, I have a second album. I have a song called Lightbreaker and it's talking about, I was sitting outside and I was playing music and I was talking about metaphorically of myself, but like saying light breaking through the sky. Okay. And then you can always find your own way type of thing. So I was using the cloudy skies of Washington as a metaphor for myself, but saying that even the light can break through and still shine bright. Oh man. That's why I call it Lightbreaker. And so, anybody living here long enough yeah, knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was kind of like the, the, the light within my soul, the, the metaphor from the light of the cloudy day in Washington. So I did get influence from our weather, yes. But it took it in a different, like, metaphorical way. Uh, so number three we have uh, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is a sativa-dominant strain known for its uplifting and energetic high and distinct taste of sweet citrus and diesel. We scored a gram of this wax from a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. There he is. Uh, all right, so for number three, um, you have a relaxing, yet upbeat sound with your guitar playing. Um, and you list Pink Floyd as one of your influences, uh, on, especially on the solos. Um, yeah, David Gilmore is a guitar guy. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, the second solo for uh, Comfortably Not Always Kills Me just every time. <laughs> yeah, the Pulse album. Yeah, the live Pulse album. Oh, so good. Uh, so, were uh, were there any other uh, particular gar- guitar players or uh, in your life that uh, spurred your desire to learn to play the guitar? How did um, you... Wow, Buddy Guy. John Mayer's really good live. Mm-hmm. I, so, he's a good guitar player. Let's see... Um, Pink Floyd, uh, Jimmy Page, um, Queen Drag, um, the Scorpions. Kind of, yeah, all and, the classic. Yeah, I kind of yeah. wanted to like bring like 60s, 70s with an 80s groove with some like pop. <laughs> no, and that's kind of what my music is. It's all thrown together. Mm-hmm. But I was growing up like around Ozzy and. Oh, yeah. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman was my mom. Ozzy was my dad. We threw it together. Since you mentioned earlier that you, uh, you're you learning to play um, a, a new instrument every year, um, do you have any do you have any favorite multi-instrumentalists out there? Like some people that are just incredibly impressive to you? Like what, what caused you to kind of want to do that? You know? Uh, well, the last six years I've been teaching myself a new instrument. Mm-hmm. And it was because I wanted to test myself. Okay. I don't really know anybody else that's very multi-instrumentalist. Uh, there's a lot out there, but when I like watch busking videos or something, and then someone's busting out like a didgeridoo and then goes over the <laughs> piano or something, you're just like, that is awesome. So I figured I would do that. Um, there's a lot of people that can play, like um, Dave Matthews' band, like his band is so big and he has mm-hmm. multiple instruments. That's kind of cool, but I'm kind of one dude. So, oh, for sure. So I don't really know anybody the names off the top of my head, to be honest. But I think one of my favorite I, examples. I wanted to be that guy. I think one of my favorite examples got to be Getty Lee. 
Okay. I mean, just look, watch him play Xanadu, play, what, singing, playing a double neck bass guitar, and then using the synths with his feet. What? Like, just like, what? That's, that's impressive to me, and that's, kind of, that's why I wanted to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think there's any wrong way to go about getting into music, you no. know? I like teaching. I have some students I teach. I play music. I've done things for my church, done things for random people, done things. I have a talent discovery show, like... My life is music. <laughs> I wanted to give that a watch, actually. I it's it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, COVID hit, we kind of like went. I mentioned that. We kind still, of, yeah, yeah the K Will and I still talk together, you know, we still do things. So we're actually going to get rid of that going. But I'm getting ready to uh, go on like a little mini tour and do some music across the country and sponsor and support everything that I'm doing. Hell yeah. All right, so are you ready to move on for number four? Fourth question, fourth dab. About halfway done now. All right, so for this one, we have Mac and Cookies. Mac and Cookies is a well-balanced hybrid that is known for its unique taste of cream cheese and butter cookies and its tendencies to leave the smoker creative and relaxed. We found a gram of these diamonds at a shop in North Broadway in Everett. Okay, I'm not going to hit art. <laughs> <laughs> that one's ready to go. <laughs> All right, so for number four, uh, you, released, you recently released your new album, Heartfelt Desires. Um, what has been some of the challenges in releasing the album in the, in the era of COVID? That one hits close, so close to home. So uh, we're getting ready to do some music and go around, and then we had to cancel everything because we stopped it. So really, I'm such a face-to-face individual. I'm doing, I do great in crowds and stuff. Sure. But it made uh, the whole band kind of do more online things. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, I needed to do more anyways. Uh, so since that last year, I've been doing a little bit more, made the website, did all this, got more promotions and stuff. And that was really cool. So it kind of like, it gave me time to strengthen things that needed to be there. But okay. so um, I used it in a creative way. And then while that time, a whole band members out, shout out Colin and Justino, huh. uh, we uh, made a whole nother second album. No, so awesome. was what another nine yeah nine songs you know? and so it's been pretty good for so the, uh, the ability to sit and write and yeah the creativity that. was there it gave us time to kind of sit do some things work around some stuff make some promotion videos um it it was good but it was hard for me because i'm such an extrovert mm-hmm. that not being able to go on stage and perform for what almost a year and over a year now like yeah i i was um, in 2019 i went to 45 shows i was doing like everything perform shows we did a thing at the tacoma dome you know i was it was just that was my life and then all of a sudden it it just stopped and and it's hard yeah because uh, i had that was half of my income so we just had to together as a band we had to work on something new and i was like well whatever let's do with this and that's how we made the new album promotion videos and strengthen our internet and our uh like internet side which was awesome are you actually kind of enjoying doing some of the internet stuff now uh yeah we um my bassist colin justine was my drummer he he does a whole bunch of video editing and stuff and we mm-hmm. as a team we do some stuff so like our promo videos he he made some okay and then, and then i had another guy named john he helped me with some but we um 
Yes. <laughs> we made a lot of cool stuff. We were able to use the downtime in a creative way instead of just stopping. Exactly. You know, but yeah, mentally it was hard for the band. It was great. What have been some of the rewards so far? I mean, like, uh, have you noticed that, like, maybe the trajectory of your band has changed a bit or uh, uh, for the positive? You're getting closer with my band members as, like, friends okay. and as teammates. Yeah, that that's probably the most rewarding thing. <laughs> Being able to, like, write something, get some lyrics, put a chord progression, and then be like, hey, let's make something together. And now we have, like, this awesome album. Another one coming out. Oh, I'm I know your first one, by the way. No, Heartfelt uh, Desires, yeah. that, uh, they helped, they did it too, you know? I'm, I'm digging it so far, and I'm, lo I'm looking, yeah. forward to, looking forward to the next yeah, one. Yeah, that one's uh, called Facing the Crowd. But uh, the Heartfelt Desires, we did a show for... Three Doors Down at the Benton Franklin Fair. Awesome. I had to think about that for a second. And uh, for Dustin Lynch and stuff. So that was pretty cool. And they and they uh, were like, hey, let's change up Mercy, which was the last track of Felt Up, uh, um, Felt Heartfelt Desires. And we brought it in the ending. It's just so savage. And we did it that day for our Three Doors Down event. And, and I was like, and the crowd loved it. And I was like, oh, I love you guys so much. So, and then we put it on the album. So I love the fact that we can like sit down and create and talk and like That's be awesome. humble with each other. So being able to be connected with my band members, that was the most, that's the biggest reward. Uh, so for question number five, we have uh, Blackjack Diamond. Blackjack is a sativa dominant hybrid known for its kick of energy and tendencies to leave the smoker chatty and social. We found a gram of this diamond sauce at a shop on 174th in Arlington. Oh yeah, that looks like it's going good. Excellent. <laughs> For number five. Um, the Seattle Hemp Fest has been instrumental in the fight for cannabis education and legislation. Um, you played at Hemp Fest from 2017 to 2019. Um, how has that experience helped shape you as an artist, and how does it compare to playing in a more intimate setting? Um, it was just... Dang, that's a good question. Uh, it was uh, really good for me because I've always wanted to do it. And oh, so, yeah. and so I started out with like a um, blues hip hop band and got me on there and then I played some solo things. And then the next year I was able to play some songs with that group again. And then the third year I actually played with my whole band. So, uh, well, all three years I played with my whole band, but the third year was just my band. And that was really cool. So just being able to play and be like, Hey, I've done this and put that on there and hang out with my friends that were with me during that whole process that are still my friends. And um, that was really cool. Cause when you live in Washington, you're an artist as a musician, you want to play there. Oh yeah. You know, and, it, and it's not too hard to get on there. You just have to like, Try, you just have to try hard and put, get good music, be mm -hmm. generous, and there's many ways you can try to do it. But for me, it was, I live in Washington. I need to do that. The band oh, for needs, sure. to, needs to do that to be able to have it in this portfolio. So. I had a buddy's band back in the day who got to play. Uh, it was the year we legalized. So, uh, so that was, yeah. Uh, and just being able to see them get to do it. They weren't even playing as a band anymore at the time. They were, they were already broken up, but they were like, they got asked, so they were like, yeah, yeah, you do it, <laughs> you go do it. <laughs> you do it, you do it. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine that. It must have been such a fun experience for you. Yeah, the, the first year, it was, like, it was awesome. I was like, holy cow, and then it just kept coming. So it was it was awesome. Made my band members feel good, made me feel good. And then uh, how does that uh, compare to, um, like, say, playing in a, like, a regular venue? You could really... Bigger rooms or smaller rooms, as long as you really engage the crowd, it's pretty cool. I'll admit sometimes if you're in a small little venue and the walls are kind of coming down and you and it look, you have like maybe 150 people and it feels like 500 in there and you're just up there and it's just warm and shit. That, or sorry, warm and stuff, that's really cool. Oh, you can curse. Oh, my bad. I, I didn't know. Yeah, and, you're good. So there's <laughs> more of like an intimate and things like that, but you can also have that. I've had that same moment with like at the three doors down thing you as long as they're engaged and you're engaged and you have good stuff you're pretty cool so i i don't really know if i had to pick one or the other probably those little huts you know and it's just really? like it feels like it's 500 people but really it's 150 because everybody's just crammed together and they're just like Rawr! the energy on that is insane but it. if you can get 5,000 people to do that Man, that's I'm that's just... madness um, yeah, I want to do that. I miss it so much. So this is down number six. Uh, we've got Brightberry. Brightberry is an indica-dominant hybrid known for its unique taste of roasted nuts, mint, and blueberries, and its cerebral high. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. Yeah, that looks like it's going nice and good now. <laughs> it definitely is. Very nice. <laughs> so your current project, the Henry Hagen Band, uh, is described by you as a mission to spread love throughout the universe. Uh, when you're writing or playing your music, how do you translate love into sound? And uh, can you ex explain like your process, the transition? Uh, Love into sound, that's a good one. Uh, it's more like trials and tribulations of a life that I have lived so far, and I figured that I could go out and do that. And so, the, and then when I'm out there, they're like, wow, all right. And then I just spread the love to the people, to everybody, because everybody needs it. And maybe it's because I haven't had that much that I give more, um, but I'm okay with that. So I'm just kind of waiting for and working really hard to be able to get on stage and then be able to help not just myself, but immediate people, but millions of people at once. So that'd be awesome. So I, I translate the words sound and love into sound by writing in my writing my lyrics in my songs for other people to connect with. Okay. okay. And then they can understand that they can find love and wherever it is, and it could be themselves or something that they're doing. It doesn't have to be like, I love you. I mean, it should be, but it, it could be anything. What you love, what they love, what is loved, what mm -hmm. is love, you know? Like, that's the type. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Dabbing with Washington Artists. Make sure to share with your friends and click like and follow below for more great content. Also, check the links below for the uh, more information about the artists and some of their uh, current projects. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs>